get enough of us, huh? Well, hey, neither can I. I also listen to the podcast every day That's after weird. the show. Wow, I weird. go home and I listen. Okay. I cut out the parts with everyone else. It's just me. Oh, but you should listen to the full show because it's way better that way. <laughs> <laughs> it starts now. We're 60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And I know Brooke already knows this. Okay. But maybe our other coworkers on the show and the listeners don't. But a couple months ago, I was feeling a little bit uptight, uh-huh. a little stressed out. Uh-huh. So I secretly brought in some alcohol to work. <laughs> what? And I drank it throughout the entire no, show. No, you didn't. Yeah. No, he did. But why didn't you share we it? Did. I walked in and it was like before the show starts. And I'm like, are you? What? This is, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay. Yeah. What? I was in a mood. I was okay. in a weird mood. Yeah, you, you didn't want to argue with him that no. day. All right. Uh, did it help? No. I honestly don't think anybody noticed the difference. That's so. I didn't know. That's a problem that if nobody noticed, yeah. did, <laughs> and I, I, nobody knew. I talked to our producer on the side. I'm like, should we intervene? Or is this, I mean, it's a one-time thing. No, just just let me we did. spiral. We it's did. fine. We did. But Classic radio uh-huh. Maybe it's because I didn't choose the right kind of alcoholic beverage that morning. Yeah, you were oh. drinking like some like IPA or something. Yeah. Like a beer. Oh, and I say that I didn't choose the right beverage because a survey was recently done and asked thousands of people all around the country what is their favorite drink during winter compared to other times of the year. Oh, yeah. Okay. And some of the top answers were, of course, peppermint flavored coffee. I was going to say anything mm. peppermint. Hot toddy. Yeah. Get him a mouth. Apple cider was up there. Yeah. Eggnog and hot cocoa. Oh, are we not putting alcohol in all of these? Well, here's Sorry. where, yeah. here's where <laughs> it gets interesting. 3% of people said their favorite holiday drink is hot buttered rum. Oh, man. Oh, my mom loves that. It's so yeah. bad for you, but it's, it's so delicious. I've never had it. Is oh, it? you haven't? Is it good? There's literally oh, yeah. butter in it. You can only drink, like, one. It's so uh. rich. But it's delicious. Only one, Brooke. Watch okay. me. Okay, well, <laughs> two, you're different. Two percent said Coquito. You ever heard of that? No, but I'd like to try it. So. Coquito. Apparently, it's a winter-themed alcoholic drink. It sounds okay. like From a code word for a drug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I love me some Coquito, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's snow, right? We're talking about the beautiful snow. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is going on the survey? Yeah. And okay, then one, I will say. One percent of people said wood grain <laughs> alcohol. What? Ooh, Wait, what? <laughs> Which is basically alcohol in its purest form. <laughs> it's like Everclear or moonshine. Moonshine. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Some people having a little bit of a huh. rough go this winter. Uh, you know, though, no judgment. <laughs> yeah. Do but... what you need to do. Just make sure you can get yourself out of it at some point. Whatever your drink of choice is this morning, I say raise it up and let's all enjoy. Cheers. Uh. Cheers. Our holiday shot caller <laughs> question of the day. Okay. Yay. We have a bucket full of names we're drawing. One out to see who gets asked a trivia question. If you get the answer wrong, your punishment is to be shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592 and tell us what song you want to hear. I'm drawing a name out because I had the shot caller last, and I got Jose Sugar Buttons Bolaños. <laughs> you are a little sugar button. Aww. All right, Jose's putting on the shot caller. While that happens, Digital Jake, please read us the shot caller question of the day. Most people don't know this, but Ho 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 is actually short for Hospital Hospital Hospital. No, it's not. That's 100% a real fact when it comes to holiday flicks. Uh, Because this morning, Jose, (laughs) I have a list in front of me of the classic holiday movies that have the most injuries sustained within them. Oh Oh, my goodness. Right off the bat, I'm going to tell you that Die Hard, which some people say is a Christmas movie, Uh is on the list. Tremendous amount of injuries in that movie and even death. 
Yeah. So, besides Die Hard, please tell me the other three famous holiday movies with the most injuries sustained by the film's characters in no particular order. The easiest right. one is, is Home Alone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. watch Just thinking that. My kids were tickled with all that iron scene. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, didn't all, your son yeah. love the oh, movie traps? <laughs> so, Home Alone, definitely on the list. Yeah. yeah and totally. do we, is Home Alone count the whole series, or would you, would we have to say Home Alone 1, Home Alone oh, 2, no, Home Alone 3? if you said Home Alone, that would count. It's okay, that's the whole series. It's not like all three is the top five. Like one, two, three, final answer. Yeah. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. What about uh, Chevy Chase's Christmas Vacation? Yeah, right. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Yeah. I was that thinking that one really, too. Because he falls off the roof. He gets electrocuted. Yeah. yeah. You have I to, love that movie. We do it every year. Yeah, you have to think of the, the types of injuries that tend to happen in these Christmas movies. Think of movies where people are putting up Christmas lights yeah. and they get hurt that way. On or ladders. they slip on an icy skating rink. I hate to bring this up because Digital Jake is going to go nuts, but I think Jingle All the Way, oh. the cover <laughs> of the movie is Arnold Schwarzenegger being electrocuted with lights. Oh, you're right. Uh, yeah. You're right. Let's get the question one more time. Everyone's hurt for the holidays. <laughs> I asked you to name the three holiday movies with the most boo-boos in them. Rack your brain and think of what characters have experienced the most holiday hurting hardships and relay them to me in no particular order. Other than Die Hard, because he said that doesn't count, are there any other action movies that I know, I can't, I can't think of any other holiday action movies besides that one. But it's weird, now that I think every single holiday movie, the Has majority injury. of the plot is the main characters getting injured throughout. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown Christmas. I mean, with that football. Yeah. Yeah, Lucy pulls it. What about the classic Christmas Carol with little Timmy? He's always. <laughs> I mean, he's like he's permanently on a injured, bro. Come on. <laughs> injured prior to the movie. Yeah, that... oh, Before they said action. You are so dark. Oh, okay. so dark. <laughs> Is there any movie where a girl like loses her memory of Christmas and slips and falls? I could see that happening. Fifty first Christmas. Yeah. I would watch it. I love that movie. We need your answers. Okay, so I'm locking in Home Alone. I'm locking in National Lampoon, Christmas Vacation, and also Jingle All the Way. According to many TV doctors, and real ones too, these are the famous holiday movies with the most incidents of injury in them. Number one, one of the most famous holiday movies of all time, the main character fights off intrepid burglars with various traps, including so kerosene good. torches, Yay. electrocution, yes. falling plaster, and pipes to the face, is, of course, Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. Yeah. I just thought of another one. Uh -oh, Number two, it's too late. It's too late. You're getting oh, shocked. No, Number fight. two, one of my favorite holiday movies of all time follows a man named Howard Langston as he hijacks a parade causing chaos, fist fights a mailman, a miniature Santa, and a giant Santa. That's Jingle All the Way. Jingle All the Way. Yes. Come on, National Lampoon. And Let's number three, go. the main character gets into a rather aggressive snowball fight, plus another scene where he attacks Elf. and bludgeons a gimbal Santa. I'm talking about Buddy from Elf. Elf, oh, that's my favorite movie. I oh. didn't think of Is that, that what you thought of, Jeff? No. Uh. I thought of the movie. You guys ever seen Reindeer Games? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's an action oh. film. It's an action movie, and they basically kill an entire casino full of people. Yeah. So. That's, that's an injury. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I thought that would make it. But. I don't think the doctor saw that one. No, Elf yeah. is much more violent than that. <laughs> so we didn't get it right, and somebody wanted to hear you sing, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, that's yeah. very appropriate. Um, how does this one Grandma go? Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Walking home from our house Christmas Eve. <laughs> You can say there's no such thing <laughs> as Santa, but oh. as for me and Grandpa, we believe. Ow! Wow. <laughs> oh. Must be more of a country one because yeah, I really know that one. Yeah. <laughs> we all got hurt listening to that, so that was yeah. nice. That's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You guys have a favorite teacher from school? Oh. Yeah. 
Mrs. Yes. Best, third Mi- grade. Mr. Hansen. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Mr. Hansen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You won't even say what grade. That was a college professor. Two yeah. years. Yeah. Junior and senior year. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Okay, you guys dated? Yeah. Couldn't get wow. enough of you. God, no. <laughs> I bring this up because a Facebook thread's going viral today. It was for a high school reunion, and a lady named Monique wrote in it, I hope Mrs. Johnson's going to be at the class reunion. She was my favorite teacher of all at CHS. Aww. It's cool to see teachers when you're right. an adult now. They yeah. make such an impact, yeah, really. Yeah, they do. And then a guy named Thomas commented saying, yeah, yeah, I had her too. She's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And a couple great. hours later, a guy named Larry comments. Uh-oh. And he says, Uh-oh. WTF, that lady was your favorite teacher? Question mark, exclamation point, question mark. She a B. Because oh, oh, wow. of her, I had to take summer school. Yeah. And he put oh, yeah. the number two. I had two take yep. summer school. Okay. Okay. I'm sure it's all her fault. There's yeah. a reason. The yeah. next comment is from Mrs. Johnson. It oh, says, yeah. Sadly, I will not be able to attend, but mm. thank you all for inviting me to the group. Larry, I'm sorry you feel this way. Obviously, my grammar lessons didn't stick too well. <laughs> And after that, everybody Served. started commenting. Yeah. LOL, burn, go Mrs. J. This is why we love her. Yeah. Awesome. So, of course, Larry responds, I couldn't say it then, but I could say it now. You still a B. Oh, yeah. okay. And Mrs. Johnson Johnson replies back, Larry, I will point out that your Facebook information lets me know you're currently single and unemployed. Who's the B now? (laughs) Getting taken to school even after your graduation. Why does Larry have that info in his profile? But I feel like Larry needs a GoFundMe page to bring his ego back. Needs some uh, ointment for those burns. Yeah, I want to go to their high school. Well, shout out to you, Mrs. Johnson. We're going to do laser stories coming up next. It's the radio segment that recently joined a cult called Children of the Kale. But then it quit because the Kool-Aid was lemon-lime and they were hoping for grape. So, on to the next vegetable cult. It's Laser Stories, a segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other chicken pluckers just don't. Mm. This first laser story is out of St. Petersburg, Florida. The other day, a man woke up at 7.45 a.m. and walked into his living room to start work. Okay. But his laptop was missing, and then he realized a burglar was staring at him, still in his kitchen. we are to our electronics. He noticed the laptop was gone <laughs> first and then the strange man. The guy who broke in was 24-year-old Damian Grady, and he was armed with something he found in the house, the man's replica samurai sword. Oh. He's like, this Whoa. is the coolest robbery I ever committed. <laughs> armed with the weapon, he made the homeowner put all his valuables into his own truck oh. and then handed Damian the keys so he drove off with the guy's car and all his stuff in it. Uh, well, if he's smart, I hope he turned his location thing on his phone and put his phone in there so he can track him. Well, police caught a break. And I say that because while Damien was worrying about what to steal, he accidentally left his phone on the man's uh, kitchen counter way. with pictures of himself on it. That was selfies around the home. Stealing. That was even easier than the plan I had for him. Yeah. And the best part may be that one of the pics was Damien smiling in oh. front of his own house with the address in the background. Uh, 
Yeah. So cops immediately went to his place and walked in on him playing with his new samurai sword. Uh. Why did I have to do the take a picture in front of your house with your ID challenge? Dang it. With your ID challenge. Damien is facing charges for armed burglary, carjacking, and resisting arrest. He doesn't even get to keep that cool sword. No, he does not. This next laser story is out of Canberra, Australia. Retired cattle rancher Dexter Kruger hit a milestone the other day. It had been exactly 124 days since he turned 111. I think. Damn. Are you happy to still be alive at that point? I think. Congrats. Well, he is because okay. that would make him a day older than the World War One veteran Jack Lockett when he died in 2002, uh, which means Dexter is now officially the oldest ever Australian man. Oh. Double rainbow. Oh Suck it, Jack Lockett. Yeah. He's arch enemy. So what's his secret to old age? Well, His 74-year-old son credits his father's simple outback lifestyle for his long life. That's cool. Wait, so fighting kangaroos and getting bit by poisonous snakes? (laughs) Pretty much. Okay. Oh, drinking lots of beer. Dexter (laughs) has his own take on things. He says he's made it to 111 because he eats one thing every day, Mm. and that one thing is delicious boiled and pickled chicken brains. I mean, I'm all Yuck. for like, if you're going to kill the animal using all the parts, but I don't think I'm going to aim for 111 <laughs> if that's the key. Okay. Well, he describes it as a poultry delicacy that uh. he likes to enjoy with a nice, tall Foster's beer. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I told you there's the beer. Foster's uh. and chicken brain. I wonder who's going over to his house for dinner. Probably no, no one. No. <laughs> the nursing home manager says oh. Dexter, who's currently writing his autobiography, is, quote, probably one of the sharpest residents here. Really? I mean, he has his wow. own brains plus, plus the chicken the brains. Yeah. You know how nice. smart chickens tend yeah. to be. You know. And she added, his memory is amazing for a 111-year-old. He still remembers what he did last week. Oh, wow. wow. Last week Man. I was still here. Yeah. This next laser story is out of the interwebs. There's a video going viral on Twitter right now that's getting a lot of attention. It shows a couple about to host a friend get-together. Okay. And before everyone comes over, they show how to make a special party punch. But they made it in their toilet. This is a joke. I mean, this is one of those things that people do just to get viral. Well, it works like this. A woman pours ice into the toilet bowl. No. And for what it's worth, the toilet looks very clean. It's okay. not worth anything. That is worth nothing, it Jeffrey. It would be at the store untouched, not bought, and I would And we're not, not talking, like, upper tank. We're talking bowl. The bowl part, Ew, yes. They put ice into the bowl stop. part. Then she drops two entire containers of rainbow sherbet and some gummy worms in there. All I smell is poop. Ew, After that, she opens up the tank on the top, and she pours in a bunch of bottles of Fanta, Sprite, and some Sour Patch Kids. This reminds me of the tipsy bartender on Facebook. Have you guys ever seen that guy? He's got tons of these. He makes crazy drinks. But then to mix the punch, all they do is flush the toilet. It's a P-A-R-P. And then he mixes it all together. That makes sense. 
Do they call it an upper decker? Is that the name of the (laughs) punch? Yeah. A lot of people are freaking out over it because the people behind it say it's 100% real and they swear they triple sanitize the toilet first before they do it. No. Even if it was an unused toilet, like even if the toilet had never been connected to anything, I wouldn't do it. Really? No. You would? If it's a perfectly clean toilet. What do you serve it with? Urinal cake? Is that what you're going to serve it with? And all of the guests, by the way, think it's awesome. No, they don't. What's just wrong with normal mixed dreams? (laughs) This next laser story is out of the study of old age. This is just what you want to hear when you're 40. But apparently there's Uh-oh. a new term for older millennials born in the uh. early 80s right after the Gen X cutoff. Don't tell me. This is me. I don't want to know. <laughs> the term is geriatric millennial. Get out of here! And I can get up! Listen, I already had to have a geriatric pregnancy because I was pregnant when I was 35, okay? This is unfair. The world hates me and my people. Calm down. We're going to have to get life alert over here. Oh, my God. You geriatric Stop it. Blood pressure's through the roof right now. Geriatric millennial. I can just be a millennial. I don't need to be. What's the difference? A digital teamwork expert posted about this online and says anyone born between 1980 and 1985 falls into that category. Were you born, Brooke? Just to clarify. She, she, she qualifies. But That's all that matters. She claims In the early 80s. <laughs> the person that came up with this claims it's not actually a bad thing. Oh. And it might mean that you're a natural leader. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is stupid. Dumb. There's a lot of good qualities. Apparently, geriatric millennials are really good with computers. Oh. But they grew up in a world where people weren't glued to their phones yet. So unlike younger, unstable millennials, you, you don't lose your mind whenever someone leaves you a voicemail instead of texting. And Brooke, Look you can that, actually, Brooke. Brooke can, what do they call it, unwind? Like, she can literally just not check her phone for a whole day and be like, oh, very geriatric I can't millennial do that. Thing I cannot do. do that. I know. The, the question is, did they have to use the word geriatric? Did they? Yeah. Did they? There were a few alternatives <laughs> uh-huh. that people have come up with, including seasoned millennials. Ooh, I like that better. Brooke likes a good seasoning. Yeah. Yes. Do. There's elder <laughs> millennials. No, Ooh, elder. I like My that. Elder. I mean, if you means you have to respect me, Alexis, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, Back to seasonal. Wisdom <laughs> and respect with that. <laughs> and then original millennials. Oh, yeah, the OG. That's what yeah. I want. Brooke, which That's one do you I like? OG millennials? OG millennials? Don't give her that power. Yes. <laughs> All right. We got an OG millennial. That's right. OG right here we on can this just show. Do it short like oh, yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. The more you, you talk, the cooler you yeah, sound. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> and you snore, that's even cooler. I mean. That doesn't have anything to do with my age. That's the sound of a turtle clinging to his youth. Well, I'm sorry, that's not his youth. That's a pair of naughty laces on a Chuck Taylor. Either way, that sound means Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. We'll do it again same time on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You know, recently I went back and rewatched MTV's The Real World Season 1. Oh Whoa. my god. The very first one, New York from 1992. Oh Dang. my god. Have you guys seen that one? No. What streaming service is that? Smithsonian? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, it's a trip. It's so good. But that show was basically the birth of reality television. Yeah, you're right. I remember my dad loved it. Yeah. That's yeah. all I remember. I, he loved it. I, bar- I don't think I remember anything about it. Because no. at the time, it was crazy watching people live their actual everyday lives on TV. That right. was just unheard of. Yeah. And it wasn't really scripted back then either. 
at it all. It was really real. But, and you know, everyone was like, this is so dumb. This will <laughs> never be a thing. Yeah. And now it's all reality well, TV everywhere. Yep. Fast wow. forward three decades later, reality <laughs> TV is everywhere. Yeah. And it yeah. looks a lot different. Absolutely. And I love sure. it. Between <laughs> Temptation Island and Ooh. Iron Chef, Sing Well or Die. Mm. There's just so many. <laughs> Sing Well or Die. There's probably go. one like that. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> when you watch them, you're left wondering how much of this reality TV show is actually real. Mm-hmm. Well, recently, oh. a survey asked people who have been on those shows to share the truth of what it was like behind the scenes, Ooh. what's real and what's fake. Yeah. And you're going to be shocked by some of the things that they revealed. Oh. We'll tell you what they said coming up at 710. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Reality TV is a lot like dessert. Mm. You know it's bad for you. But sometimes you just can't resist. Yeah. <laughs> it's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And there's all sorts of reality shows that we watch every single night mm-hmm. from singing competitions, mm-hmm. makeover shows, those real estate ones. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. ones are so addictive. Yeah. At some point, we've all wondered is all this fake or is some of this real? I'm going to go more on the fake side. I tell myself it's all real. Yeah, Yeah. it's not. I'll say this. Our own Jose Bolaños was on Ripley's Believe It or Not for World's Largest Male Member. I'm sure that was real. You really do wonder what's actually real on reality TV. And recently, an online survey asked people who've been on a reality show to share their stories and tell people what was real and what was fake. These are always so fun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and I always feel like people who have been on them regret the decision of ever being part yeah, of them. Yeah, totally. Could your favorite reality show be a part of this survey? Some Possibly. People, some yeah. people are tuning out because they're like, no, I don't want don't, to. Yeah. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. But let's go over some of the responses. This one says, my friend auditioned for Canadian Idol. Okay. okay. First, she had to perform off camera for the producers and Mm -hmm. sang My Hero by the Foo Fighters. And they okayed her to go sing in front of the judges. But right before she went on, they said, you'll have to sing Creep by Radiohead. What? They changed her song? Because apparently Foo Fighters weren't on the list of pre-approved songs. Yeah, could have given a girl a heads up. You think? I never think of that. They probably have to hit up like the labels and the stuff. Well, to get I'm permission. sure they pay like ASCAP or something for Whoa, the royalties. That? So her friend goes and sings "Creep" in front of the judges, gets cut, and then uh, when they watch the show, she says the open said the good, the bad, and the just plain creepy, oh, and then it no. showed her singing "Creep." Oh, no. <laughs> they set her up. <laughs> William Hung of Canadian Idol. (laughs) She's like, actually, I'm a good singer. (laughs) This next one says, I knew somebody that was on the Property Brothers show on HGTV. Oh, that's a good one. Those guys, no, they drive me crazy. (laughs) According to them, the two brothers were only on site for the filming. Yeah, duh. And they threw out and hauled away all the person's original furniture. And for the before photos, they replaced everything with even lower quality items that looked worse. Some had rips and tears, and they do that to have the makeover part look even better. That makes sense. I never thought about the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, wow, they needed help. (laughs) Producers like taking a dump on the couch, like just to make it really awful. (laughs) This next one says, I was on a dog training TV show when I was eight years old. The idea was the trainer would come in and help our family integrate our new puppy into our household. But the whole thing was bogus. The trainer gave us basic advice for about 10 minutes. Then the producer made us change clothes and pretend that he was visiting us three months later. (gasps) 
So he walked no. back in the door and was like, so how's the dog doing now? No! Oh, no! I never even thought so wait, of that! The dog didn't age? Like, nobody noticed that there was a three-month difference <laughs> in a puppy? Guess not. And surprisingly, he comes back, he's like, and nothing has changed with the dog. Well, wow. It is still the same not even dog. his dog. And they blame the family. Yeah. <laughs> We're going over a survey where people who were either on reality shows or knew someone on them shared what was real and what was fake. This one says, I worked with a junk removal company for an episode of Hoarders. And it was actually 99% real. Wow, okay It is such a sad show. It puts me in a dark place, man. The only thing they would set up is if you found something interesting while opening a box or underneath a piece of furniture, they'd make you reenact it like you found it so it could be caught on camera. Right, because there's so much stuff to open. There's no way they could shoot everything. But all those messy homes are real places with real people. Wow. I was on Wife Swap when I was 10 years old. Oh, remind me what this one was. This is where, That's like, where the trade... families would trade oh, wives yeah. or they trade husbands oh, or something. And the idea yeah. was like, Weird. you didn't appreciate your spouse until you had a yeah. different spouse. Yeah. yeah, and they said, I heard the producers talking about how there wasn't enough drama in our episode. Uh, so uh-huh. they framed me as a child addicted to video games. Oh. <laughs> and they had me running around the house looking for my <laughs> Xbox and Game Boy, which my new parents had hidden from me. Uh, should, where is it? So fake. I said it shouldn't be surprising that they sent my new mom in to catch me in the act. Oh, oh man. What a coincidence. Punish him. <laughs> Another one says, I was a bridesmaid in a show called Say Yes to the Dress. Oh, I love uh, that show. Yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. You haven't seen Say Yes to the Dress no, ever? I don't think so. They said, according to the producers, our initial reaction to the bride walking out wasn't good enough. Mm. So they made her redo it several times, berating us, saying, two of you need to scream and one of you needs to cry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly. You do have to have big reactions. Thank you. Reality TV is hard because you need people to act, but they're not actors. Right. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) So it's like, That's why a lot of it's so apparently fake. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got it. (laughs) Someone wrote, my dad was asked to be on an episode of TLC's My Strange Addiction. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, that's a fun show. Wait, tell me. Is this true or not true? They said he runs his own honeybee business. Okay. And the producers asked him maybe a dozen times saying, we can give you more airtime if you say you're addicted to the bee stings. Oh, ow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, until they make you get stung by a bee. I love this. And finally, this one says, there's a show in Germany called My Fat Family. And I was friends with one of the daughters on the show. We were out one day, and they were filming us in public when we stopped by a convenience store, and the girl just ate an entire box of Twinkies in front of me. (laughs) When I asked, what was that? She said, every box I eat on camera, I get an extra 200 bucks. (gasps) What? (laughs) Talk about not trying to help. Oh, my God. I would sign up for that show. Whatever, that's just the excuse they're going to be using for the here on out. Yeah. Someone catches me. Wait, so how much do you make? She's like, $50,000. Kill <laughs> <laughs> <Tell> me. <laughs> but text in to 78592. If you've been on a reality show or you know someone who was, tell us your reality show Ooh, secrets. We want to yeah. hear. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Remember middle school dances? Oh, man. The clip-on yeah. ties. First time wearing deodorant. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of cologne. And awkward slow dancing with your crush. Oh. I was so... Going up to a girl and asking for the first time. Or in Brooke's case, her Spanish teacher slash uncle. 
Keep the hands above the waist, senor. Monosereba. Okay, I didn't have a lot of options in junior high, Jeff, okay? Anyway, a pair of moms are both on their middle school's PTA. Oh, God. And they were in charge of planning the upcoming dance. Oh, man. And that's why one wanted to prank the other by having Jose pose as the bizarre DJ for the big night. Oh, no. That's so much fun. We're going to hear it in your brand new phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello. Hello. This is Hans Gluber, part of the Gluber International DJ Group. We play the songs that make your floop gush. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, who is this? This is Hans Gluber. Um, Hello. Hi. Can I help you? Well, I was told to call this number about the big middle school dancing. I was hired to be the DJ for oh. the dancing party. Yeah. For the for the dance, the kids dance. Hello. Yeah, I am excited as a voice and shrine on safari. It should be pretty fun. Yeah. So anywho, I have two questions before I rock the house, as they say. May I ask them to you? Um... I just, I didn't realize they already hired someone. And forgive me if I'm wrong, but I'm, are you German? I'm a little bit of East Bruegel, you know, a little bit of a mart, as they say in Zugenbrekel. Um, yeah, I, sorry, I don't know any of those places. But um, yeah, you said you had questions. I'm happy to answer. Wunderbar. So this will be my first DJ gig outside of Brussels. And I want it to be a banging baby. <laughs> uh-huh. Can you tell me if this song is um hitting hard? We just got it in Germany. And it goes, hey, it's your birthday. We want to party like it's your Goopenstig. <laughs> you knowing? I, I think I do know that song, yeah. It's by the rapper Half Dollar. Funzing cents, yeah? 50 cent, yeah. yeah. I, actually, I... <laughs> I think that song was, well, I know that song was popular when I was in high school because they played it at my prom, which was a couple decades ago now. So Are you serious? I, I don't know if that would be great for this particular dance. Are you tugging on Hans's leg? No, Hans, I'm, I'm not. I just, I don't know if the kids would even know that song. And if they did, they'd probably be like, ew, that's like old, you oh, know, no we, offense to you. Or We just got it in Germany. It makes my Heine go schwankel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song. It's just probably not for this particular dance. Okay, well, what about um, the L.A. face with the Oakland Booten? <laughs> that is one of the top of the charts, yeah? All of the German children loving the big Batson right now. And I cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's the same situation. With it, That song came out decades and decades ago over here. So. What? Yeah, I think it came out in, like, the 90s. I'm not even sure, but it was definitely before 2000. Hmm. So I, I think these kids weren't even born yet, you know? Well, we may be behind overseas, so perhaps we start with uh, something more modern. May fast forward to the future, right? We're on the future that's, now. That's great. That would be great, yeah. Yeah, like the crowd-pleasing banger. Hey, Macarena, I schwein! Um, right? Do you like stuff? So we might have an issue here because I think all these songs are a bit old, at least over here they are, and mm. I'm a little worried about... Um, that, that's more of a kuma schmick. 
You are correct. <laughs> I, I'm not totally sure what that is, but I think for these kids, for this dance, I'm no expert, but along lines like Ariana Grande or like they like do a Lipa. Oh, ich liebe Def Leppard. No. Wholesome sugar on mine, right? Oh, I love it. Not Def Leppard, not Def Leppard. Do a Lipa. It's a female singer. Oh, I... do a Leapin. Oh, let me search on my phone. Hold on. I'm going to ask in Jeeves. Um, One second. I'm not sure who, who hired you, if it was Courtney or not, but before we move forward, I need to talk to Courtney about this. She's helping me plan the dance. Fräulein, and... no need. Your friend Courtney said that this is what all of the kinder locking are jamming to. Courtney told you to play this kind of music? Yeah, she told me to call you because this is a prank phone in calling. What? It's not real. <laughs> it's not real. Sorry, I should use my regular voice now. <laughs> Who is this? Are you serious? This is actually Jose from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and this is a phone oh tap. I am not a German DJ. <laughs> oh my God, dude. I was... <laughs> <laughs> Courtney is the one who actually did set you up. She said you're in charge of setting up the music for the middle school dance. So she was like, mess with her if you can. And oh, my God. I'm going to kill her. But that is, can I tell you how relieved I am right now? <laughs> this real. I just feel bad for the children. They're missing out on all of the hits, right? Honestly, I would have loved Hans's playlist if it were a dance for me. That all sounds great. But... Oh, job. Ja. Well, hire me. I'm ready. I have zero bookings right now. Maybe for my 40th. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. When someone asks you to go grab drinks mm -hmm. for a first date, you pretty much know how that's going to go down. Right. Yeah. You know, it'll yeah, be a little maybe. awkward to start yep. before the first drink kicks in. Mm -hmm. You'll both slowly start to loosen up. Yep. Start yep. to laugh a little bit. By yep. drink four, one of you's probably going to be crying over your ex. Mm -hmm. That's when I start throwing up, too. Yeah. <laughs> well, drink eight, it's puke okay. and rally yeah. time. And that's when I start crying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Worst date ever, yeah. I'm crying, she's puking. Well, I drink 16, one of oh, you's oh, making out wow. with the toothless woman over by the cigarette dispenser. <laughs> oh, my God. At least it was a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she was alive. And that's Could why. a figment of your imagination at that <laughs> yeah. It's possible. And that's why one of our listeners is on the phone with us right now. Because he did something different to make his date at a bar not just unique, okay. but fun and even a little bit sexy. Okay, all right. So why isn't he getting a call back? Could it have been the makeout with the toothless lady with <laughs> no, the eye patch over by the cigarette dispenser? It's never that lady. It, well, yeah, did that even happen? Yeah. We'll find out in your second date update next. Second date update. If you want to guarantee that your first date goes well, you have to throw a little wrinkle in it. What? what? That doesn't no. make sense. That's why I never iron my shirts. Wait, you're wrinkle being very literal. Achieved. But okay. if you want more than wow. one big wrinkle, uh -huh. you take a backpack on your date and you hide a surprise in it. Uh huh. Which That's is what scary. one of our listeners did recently. Okay. His name is Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank you. Uh, please tell me you were at least going on a hike. Andrew? Yeah, well, hold on. We'll, we'll get to the details of the day in your backpack of excitement in just a second. But first, tell us about the girl that you want us to call today. What's her name? I want to reach out to Chloe. Okay. Uh, so, you know, surprises can be interesting on a first date. Yeah. Like, yeah. How, have backpack surprises. It's either going to be really <laughs> sweet or really scary. Like, yeah. How well did you know Chloe before your guys' first date? It was the first time we met. Uh, we met online. 
Okay, okay so not, not really at all. Yeah. Then yeah, okay. I'm with Jose. <laughs> but it could be nice to bring a, a little surprise to the date just to spice things up. No, well, why do you no. need a backpack? Is there like a human head? No, surpri- no surprises when you don't know people. You don't know if they like surprises. Yeah, Some people hate true. surprises. Yeah. If a guy surprised you, you with flowers. Nobody puts flowers well, in backpacks, Jeff. She's I don't right, know though. Tell Some, you. Some people also don't like flowers. Some girls All right, like we flowers. could argue about this forever, but let's get back to Andrew. Tell us, where did you guys go on your date? So we went to a bar, go grab some drinks, and yes, I did come prepared with my backpack, but I had a, a reason to do so. Okay. Okay. So on Chloe's dating profile, I noticed she was really into board games. Oh, please let it be something fun. <laughs> so since she was into board games, I'm into board games, I decided to uh, bring Scrabble to our date. No. Ah! Scrabble. Oh, I like that. No. That's a, no offense. That sounds like the dumbest thing ever. But Shut because, up, all hey, of you. Because you two are both into it, that's the cutest thing ever. I that's did amazing. It, I like, dated a guy in Scrabble specifically. I dated but a guy, still. and that was the thing. Like, we played Scrabble at bars. That it makes was... sense for you, Brooke, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> so when you pulled out the Scrabble from your bag, what was the look on her face? I mean, she was a little surprised. Mm-hmm. I took that as excitement, though. I mean, she's into board games, so why not, right? And I will True. say, I was hating on your surprise idea in the beginning. I'm turning the corner, changing yeah, my mind. Yeah, me too. And <laughs> I think it's really good to have an activity on the date. So, like, it's not just you That's, guys This is what I said. I literally no at the start said, you need <laughs> yeah. a wrinkle in the date, and you no, looked at me like no. I was crazy. No, because... you're talking about ironing your shirt, and I didn't know what you're saying. So... It's a metaphor, Brooke. Well... Metaphor would get you a lot <laughs> no. of points in the game of Scrabble. About date night Scrabble. How'd that go? It went great. I mean, everyone else that was there looked like they were jealous that they didn't get to play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Damn. Yeah, sure I wish jealous. I could get in on that Scrabble game. <laughs> she worked the exit. Yeah, oh, she got an exit. Is that what it was like? Well, I'll tell you why they were jealous, because we decided to spice it up a bit, and we played only naughty words. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, awesome. okay. That's really funny. That, that's a great idea, actually. Yes. What naughty word did you play? <laughs> well, I mean, X is always big points, right? Right. Hey, hey, hey. three-letter word, S-E-X. Uh, oh, okay, oh. that's not even creative. High score. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm playing to win. I'm not trying to be creative. Oh, oh okay. So okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. You were, like, exasperated. <laughs> but Chloe, I mean, she knew what she was doing. She did some words that I had to look up afterwards. <laughs> oh, she was good. Okay. okay. That's a really fun twist on Scrabble. Uh, Not I, I really was, fun. Yeah, so, it's better. <laughs> so aside from playing Scrabble, were you guys able to connect? Yeah, we had a great time. Uh, a lot of laughs. Um, I mean, there there never seemed to be any awkward pauses, and I mean, I just felt in my element with her. Was okay. there was there at any point like any of the naughty words like it was uncomfortable? Yeah, I mean, uncomfortable in the sense that I I didn't know some of the ones she was playing and just. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, does Did, that count as dirty? But you know. you admitted that right? Like, and it was a joke. No, I just yeah. went along with whatever. Oh. <laughs> You're on a date. You're trying to like, oh, duh, I know that word. Yeah. So after you guys finished playing Scrabble and having your drinks, did the night end there? Uh, no, we actually went back to my place after. Okay. Oh, well, what board game started. plays over there? Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, it was great. We made out for a little while. And... Hey, tongue twister. Okay. <laughs> I was actually hoping she would spend the night, so I uh, put a movie on to keep her around for a while. Right. Okay. He, he, just, movie, he just picked the longest one he could find. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been a good idea, but I did my research again on her on her profile, just learning more about her. She's into old Disney movies, so 
I uh, put on an old Disney movie and Aww. went with the uh, the Goofy movie. Oh, that's such a good movie. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's a good movie for six-year-olds. I don't know if it's the <laughs> no. hottest date night movie. Oh, there's so many jams. Yeah, totally. Really? I, I don't know. I, I, and... <laughs> I can't see myself macking on a girl while I hear like, oh, <laughs> garbage in the background. What was her reaction to the Goofy movie? Was she into it? I thought so, but 10 minutes into it, she decided that she had to go. Oh, yeah. man. Should have gone like Snow White or something. Kind of a mood killer. Yeah. I mean, we were we were singing to the first song in the movie, and then she had to head out, and I haven't heard from her since. Oh. Weird. If she was singing, I, that means she was enjoying it. Is there any way she could have been like creeped out that you did too much research on her bio? I hope not. I, I thought research was a good thing for right. Kate. I agree, and that's why she would put it on her bio. It's not like you're going deeper, but yeah. All right, Angie. Well, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna play a song. Unfortunately, not one from the Goofy movie. I know that's probably what you wanted, but we have to work with what we have here. We're going to play it. We'll come back. We'll call Chloe for you, and then we'll try and get you a second date update, okay? That sounds great. All right, hold on, man. Second date update. A Jansport backpack. Oh. The board game Scrabble limited edition. Oh. And a VHS copy. Of the Goofy movie. Is it on here or is it just me? You might think I'm describing a second grade sleepover party, but no. I'm describing the first date of one of our adult listeners Ah, named Andrew. He said things seemed to be going pretty well during his night with Chloe and even got her to go back to his place to watch that movie. But just 10 minutes in, before they could even get to his favorite song, Stand Out, Mm -hmm. Andrew's date stood up and said... She's got to go. And ever since then, apparently Chloe has been completely MIA. (sighs) And Andrew wants to know the reason why. Yeah, I'm sad. I thought I really connected with her. Hearing the recap, as Jeffrey said it, is there anything you would have done differently (laughs) during the date? Mm. Uh, No, it sounds like an awesome date. Okay. I like that. I like to teach their own. Stick into your guns. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I mean, we're ready to try and call Chloe here. Hopefully, we can get her on the line. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If she's not answering you, I'm not guaranteeing that she'll pick up for us. But we're going to do our best here, okay? Yeah, I appreciate you trying. She's the first one I've ever really connected with and had feelings for, you know, just starting out. So I appreciate it. That's actually really cute. (laughs) Now I really want to get him a second date. He just said he has feelings for someone. (laughs) Well, I just said. (laughs) Like, usually people are like, well, you know, maybe it'll work out. I don't really care. Okay, well, maybe we can find out and make Brooke's dreams come true today. (laughs) It's not about me. I swear. Uh, I mean, I usually like it when it is, but this time it's not. Okay, well, Brooke's probably going to be in tears during this call at some point for one reason or another. Uh. Let's just call Chloe for you and try and get your second date update. Here we go. Hello? Hi, is this Chloe? Yeah, who is this? Hi, Chloe. My name's Jeff. I work on a morning radio show called Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. Um, hi. 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 Hi, hi. <laughs> hi, 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 Chloe. Hey, we're glad you answered. Yeah. Can I ask why you're calling? Oh, she's about to hang up. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason we're calling is because we do a segment on our show called A Second Date Update. That's where if you go out with somebody and afterwards, if they're not calling you back, you can email us and we'll reach out to that person for you to help you figure out the reason why. Okay. Dumb, okay. I know. The guy that's wanting to reach out to you, his name's Andrew. Yes, Andrew. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Andrew told us about your date together, and it seemed like actually it was pretty fun. I think everybody in this room agrees that it would be a good time. We would all be down for this totally. date. Totally. I would be down for it. it looks, well, I'm down for I like the bar part. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, there are a lot of interesting elements in it. There was a bar. There was a naughty game of Scrabble. He told us yeah. about the Goofy movie. Naughty Scrabble. Yeah. Listen, it sounds like you know the rest of what happened, so... That's all that I know what happened. Yeah. yeah. Was there, like, a big red well, flag or a big moment or something? When he, um... Before he put on the movie, he went to his kitchen to get us more drinks. And I saw his phone just like sitting next to me on the couch. And I was like, you know, like, this is a new guy. Let me just see if I can open his phone and like find some stuff about him. So you're the red flag. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? You went into his phone? Do you do this a lot? Um, do I do it a lot? No, but I mean, in this situation, it felt like I had a reason to. Okay. Opportunity came knocking, right? right? It was right there. Pres- kinda, so oh, what did you see or something? Did you see something like that? So like, this is also going to sound weird, but like the problem for me was that there was nothing, like nothing on his phone. Like what? if you opened this phone and you were like, oh, I wonder whose phone that I found. And I opened it and I was looking for something like fun, nothing. Oh, like factory settings? Like nothing. Yeah, oh. like, he just bought the phone, or you just mean he's like a boring phone? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not. Hot text, not a I'm, lot not of I'm not understanding what the problem is. So it's just like one of the first apps high on the front of his page was the New York Times crossword puzzle app, which, like, do your thing, you know, but like, Whoa, that's kind of boring. Okay, what what would you that? what would you prefer? Like, do you want him to have Tinder? Hot up right okay. there, ready to go. I don't know, like anything besides just a crossword puzzle, a picture of your dog, and like. I thought he said that he met you on a dating app, though. So he did meet me on a dating app, and actually, that was like the ne- next place I went. I went to open the dating app just to you know, like, see what the competition was on there, mm-hmm. and he was literally not talking to like anybody but me. <laughs> That's the wait. problem. I love it. I, wait, wait, wait. Again, I, I don't I see the issue. I do because he's not, he's boring. He's not desirable if not other people are trying to hit on him. He just seems very but it, square. Nobody seems really healthy. Is it healthy or is it stalkery if I'm the only one that you are like? So you, you would have liked it better if you, <laughs> you would have liked it better if you would have opened his phone. There's like a gallery of like boob pics in one area, yeah. Tinder right up on the yeah, front. And like sense. he was gaslighting eight other women. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, you know what? That does sound kind of sexy to me. Like I'm not going to lie. Okay. <laughs> this is okay. wanted. Girls okay. want with a kid yeah. or they want some kind of competition. Yeah. <laughs> or you just, yeah, it's. I know the game. Yeah. Yeah. And he's not playing it Okay, right. so <laughs> how's this for boring, Chloe? Uh-oh. I need to let you know, Andrew's been on the other line secretly listening Ooh, in to you talk. And now he wants to jump in and say something to you. Isn't that right, Andrew? Hi, Chloe. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> oh. oh that Take that. We give you a huge intro and that's what you do? Well, I'm, Hi, Andrew. <laughs> I'm a little taken back right now. Are you mad? Are you mad that she looked through your phone? Of course I'm mad. That's very invasive. It is. Yeah. I don't understand. And and Chloe, I'm I'm not fun. Look at the games we played. The words mm. I would be embarrassed to tell my friends, my parents. Like I can't believe you would think I'm not fun when we played that. <laughs> what word? He spelled the word butt. Yeah. <laughs> Smell that wiener. It's a lot of points, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> He's not wrong. He is not wrong, Chloe.
I did everything that you were looking for. And yes, I was only talking to you because you were the only one that seemed interested or interesting to me. You oh, know? there it is. There it is. Go with Whatever. the second one, Andrew. Hold that one tight. You're confident. Oh, you're wanted no. man. You show her. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know what to say, honestly. I I mean, Chloe, it sounds like you have a type, right? Like your type is... Disaster. Well... <laughs> Like a guy with a little bit more edge. I don't know, something edge. to like spice them up. Yeah, but but what, what about listen. Goofy movie doesn't yeah. say edge to you? <laughs> no, what I'm trying to say. He's a single you. dad trying to raise a son by himself. That's the edgiest Disney character ever invented. No, it's obviously not working for you. You're single. Like the edgy dudes haven't been working out. Give the nice guy a try. And he's edgy enough to call into a radio show to reach that's out to true. you for ask for help. And that's why right now I'd like to offer to send you guys out on a second date and we'll pay for it. Ooh. If Andrew will even let me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling he's going to not even want that. He's, he's crazy. Busy schedule. You don't That's know right. how to fit in. Uh, what do you think, know. Chloe? Calendar. Well, hold on. I mean, I really don't appreciate you saying I don't have any edge or I'm, I'm not a, a good look because I don't know if you saw that I have the human animal translator app on there. That's an app? That? <laughs> Andrew, you're not helping. <laughs> Is this... First of all, have any of you used it? No. no never. No. Can't say okay. I have. So let me tell you what it's about before you judge, okay? Okay. Sure. I can have a conversation with my dog. Okay? I can I can say something into the app and then it will go ahead and translate what I'm saying to my dog. So I can tell my dog jokes. All right. So you prefer that over messaging more women on Tinder? <laughs> Just check it. Andrew, this isn't I edgy. really wish I wouldn't have given you space to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess maybe Chloe. <laughs> Can we kind of delete the last 20 <laughs> seconds of your life? And I'm going to ask you again, would you like to go out with Andrew one more time? We'll pay for it. The answer before was most likely leaning towards no. And um, after that, I, it's, it's going to be a no for me. Oh, uh, Andrew. He's buddy. like, I don't know. Look at my stock portfolio. I'm sorry, Chloe, that I'm not as fun or edgy for you. But you know what? You're being a real... B word, and that's the word I want on it. Oh, oh. How many points did you get for that word? <laughs> I'm sorry, Andrew. I mean, the points have ended. There is no future with us, and oh. I really hope you can find something fun for yourself to do besides talk to your dog. Oh. <laughs> it's a little rough. Oh, I shouldn't have said it that way. Rough? It's all right, Chloe. I'll find my, my true Roxanne who really stands out. Oh. Roxanne. 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 Is that your dog's movie name? Movie, you oh. oh, yeah, that's Sorry. right. And also we're dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. You guys may not realize this, but growing up, things weren't always very easy for me. Oh, really? Oh, wait, how so? Was it the private school? Look, or... okay, I get it. Yeah. I know you guys think I had everything. Yeah, you did. No, I, I mean, didn't. Your, your mom rented out a recording studio so you could make your own album at the age of, like, 13. It was one song, oh, by the sorry, way. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Look, I didn't want to have to bring this up. Okay. But going to school every morning, I was always super cold. Cold? Oh, wow. Like, you were in Southern California. Well, look, I was cold, though. <laughs> not because I didn't have a jacket. Uh-huh. It's just my driver wouldn't turn down the AC. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> that was hard for that me. That must have been hard, like, honey. Oh, wow. 
I could still feel the chill on my skin of the custom Italian leather seats. Oh, and you it, rode a different bus than I did then. Why do I bring this up? Yeah, it's a great question. It's Are you starting a GoFundMe account for yourself? Sometimes this studio feels just as cold as that long car ride. Oh. <laughs> it is pretty cold in here. Is it triggering you? It I is. actually, I actually feel bad for you now and because that's I why hate how cold this studio is. I'm going to ask all my co-hosts to put their hands on my throat. Oh. Let me be your human shake weight <laughs> and warm me up for my brand new song of the week. I did not see that coming. I, I didn't. Yeah. Very oh, okay. You're not going to help me? I mean, I'm back in me the to... backseat of that car again. We could just turn up the heat a little. No, yeah. I'm too cold. <laughs> <laughs> Coldest song of the week ever coming up okay. at oh, 810. No. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. All right, it's time for Young Jeffrey's brand new song of the week. Yay! And guys, Christmas is almost here. All right! I love how excited you get about it. I do. I do. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's pretty fun for a holiday, yeah, I got to say. But I am getting kind of worried. What are you worried about? Because I don't know about you, but I haven't necessarily been a good boy oh. this year. Ooh. Yeah. You know, I'm not even going to use the word naughty because uh -huh. that has different connotations. Okay. And if I said I've been a naughty boy, most uh -huh. of our listeners would get instantly turned on. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm not going to say that. That's okay. good. I'm glad you're watching out for the people, yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah. I do know, if I'm being honest, I probably did not make the nice list this year. Yeah. Along with, I'm sure, a lot of other people out there. Yeah. And oh. the ones who are probably freaking out the most are the little boys and girls who are realizing time is running out yeah. to impress the big jolly guy in red. Yeah, uh, dude. I mean, Got I a whole say, year to make up for I would say it's out, but yeah. that's just me. I mean, well, you've done your work. Uh, okay. No going back now. Whoa. You're more judgmental <laughs> than Santa Claus. <laughs> but I know there's a few desperate kids out there who are thinking, gosh, you know, this year was not Gucci. The no. stuff I did to my teacher <laughs> is not going to get me a new Xbox Series X. <laughs> so I wanted to write a special Christmas song for all those children who need a last-second Hail Mary message to change Santa's mind. Oh, I love wow. it. I love this. You know, we talk about in my family how there's no bad people. It's just people to make bad choices. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you need some good deeds to do? Or? It's just to let him know, you know, sure, I haven't been the greatest this year, but <laughs> you should still drop me a couple presents. Oh. <laughs> or else. Oh, oh or else. I think that was a threat. That's oh. why instead of singing the hit song by Pao Fu, Coffee for Your Head. It's young Jeffrey's cookies for your sled. Oh, I like it. Okay. And I have a special hat to commemorate the occasion. Yay. Let me just pull it up, put it on really quick, see if oh, no. you have a pair of Santa's pants that you're putting on your head. You get that. I love it. I hope that, is this still oh work? Oh my gosh, it's literally it's like, Santa's like waistline and his little legs, but it's upside down. Yeah, right. you chose the bottom of Santa to put on your head instead of most people who are going. This is the part hat. I know best. Okay. So here we go. All right. No. All right. I'm gonna point when I'm ready. <laughs> point. Yeah, yeah, I memorize my speech, practice what I want to say, because if you check the naughty list, you're gonna see my name. Yeah, sure, some things have happened, and I know that you have heard it. Elf on the shelf's a rat, Sheriff Woody, he'll confirm it. I promise I was joking when I said I'd join a cult. 
I swear I didn't know that website's only for adults Cause yeah, I'm still young and do stuff that's kinda dumb But if you bring me presents, leave you something when you come I baked you up some cookies, poured some milk for you, my friend Know where daddy hides the bourbon if you'd rather drink instead I'll try to keep this short cause you're not done with your sledding Just like my dad's massages, hope there's a happy ending I made mistakes all year long, things I regret I never should have pranked my Uncle Ned By putting a tarantula in his bed Don't fly away, oh Rudolph, no, that you're mad I said a couple sorries when I was bad But if you brought me Legos, that'd be rad I'm on the naughty list of that my mom made a big deal of But Santa, please don't keep me from the Christmas toys I dream of I took my sister's iPad, then I hid it in the park Yeah, I had to go that far, she kept playing Baby Shark I spent Christmas Eve hiding by the Christmas tree Santa, where the hell you at? It's nearly a quarter to three Oops, sorry if I cursed and I have some inner demons But you've been watching me sleeping, how about we call it even? <laughs> Let's work out some bargaining I made a bunch of cookies for your sled Hoping it'll sway your judgment Please don't delay, it's almost done You might regret I'll post a Yelp review and rip you to shreds Convince the other kids you're not trusted Try me Do what I say or it's on Is that a threat? I'll call my dad's attorney and you can bet I'll have Santa's reindeer repossessed Santa new hoverboard with a drone's all I request I know that my behavior was not the best But if I don't get toys, I'll get revenge Santa, you made me wait for too long Going back to bed I made you special cookies for your sled Added in a drop of laxative Santa That is the new holiday classic. I know. I mean, that is like the chillest Christmas song mm -hmm. ever, and I love it. I yeah. think kids just took control. It's, yeah. they, just, they just like flipped the script. It's about time. And Take the power back in Christmas. You know, yeah. they're not going to be bossed around by an old no. white man yeah. anymore. -uh. It's like, look, dude, no one's perfect. You're not a saint. <laughs> yeah. Even though they say you're saint, I mean, Nick, that is going to be a messy ride home. That's for right. <laughs> well, for all you naughty kids, I'm just letting you know, time's not up yet. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Just keep. Keep trying to be good. Yes. Don't kick your sister for just a little bit longer. <laughs> Wait till the 26th and then you're good. But text in to 78592. Tell us what you thought about the song of the week. Awesome. Great, I love it. We'll have a video up for everybody later on the Brooke and Jeffrey Facebook. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Still getting texted into 78592 regarding my new song of the week. Yeah. If you missed it, instead of singing the Palfu song, Coffee for Your Head, I sang my own version called Cookies for Your Sled. Oh, it's so good. It was for all of the little boys and girls out there who know they're on Santa's naughty list, uh -huh. but they're still right. hoping to squeeze a few presents from the jelly guy <laughs> in red. I guess in any way that they need to. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. One text came in that said, Jeff, I just stole my mom's phone to text you that I liked your song. <laughs> Yes, that doesn't help me with the whole naughty list thing. Aww. Never mind. 
God, why are we so supportive of these naughty kids? But I love them. They're cute, but they're so evil. Yeah. 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 The little evil ones. Another text came in that said, hey, Jeffrey, my name's Ron. I'm a long-haul trucker who listens to your show every day. (laughs) Okay, Ron. Ron, What's up? up? I liked your song, but it made me think, I've been trying to get on the naughty list all year long. Well, hello, Ron. Care to join me? Oh. Ron, you know you're not supposed to text me at this number. (laughs) I gave you that number for a reason. Anyway, if you like the song or you want to hear it again, go to the Brooke and Jeffrey Facebook page. It's up there. And tell us what got you on the naughty list this year so I can give you a virtual spanking. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke, can you keep the streak alive and get your 11th win in a row today? That's the plan. Let's see if you get it done against first-time player Sarah from Covington. Hello, Sarah. Sarah, hi. Oh. Hey, Sarah. <laughs> I was really hoping. Oh, my God. I'm she like, loves you're, wine, I know man. your mom, man. I <laughs> Put the bottle down, Mom. There has been many drunken nights where that has been sung to me, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, the song sung to you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Okay. Okay. Well, are you, like... are you drunk now, Sarah? No, oh. definitely not. Right. I'm here with my sister, Chablis and Chardonnay. Yeah. Yeah. We're all just hanging out. Right. Pino's in the back. Pino, holler. All right, Sarah. Let's send Brooke out of the studio while that happens. You know how the game's played. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Brooke outright to win. You ready? Yeah. All right, your time starts now. On this day in 1953, Dr. Jonas Salk announced he had successfully created a vaccine for what disease? Malaria. Name the European country that invented the sport bobsledding. Um, Jamaica. What decade did the McDonald's McMuffin come out? Um, 60s. Peach schnapps and orange juice make up what cocktail? Pass. In 2012, Nicki Minaj was a judge for what famous competition TV show? I don't know. Pass. <laughs> All right. Let's bring Brooke back into the studio. And Sarah, what's something interesting that the show needs to know about you? Nothing really interesting. I take care of my grandmother four days a week. Aww. Uh, <laughs> what's your favorite thing to do with your grandma? We do a lot of reading. She loves animals. She <laughs> so that's basically what I try to do is we talk about animals. Aww. That's really sweet. <laughs> and we kind of take care of a grandma on this show, too. Shut a little up. Bit, so. Get to the questions, <laughs> all right? Brooke's like, oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the year was 1940. <laughs> what segment are we doing again? <laughs> all right, kids. All right. <laughs> it's your turn, Brooke. You ready? Are we playing for war bonds? No, <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Here we go. Your time starts now. On this day in 1953, Dr. Jonas Salk announced he had successfully created a vaccine for what disease? Polio. Name the European country that invented the sport bobsledding. Uh, Norway. What decade did the McDonald's McMuffin come out? Mm, 80s. Peach schnapps and orange juice make up what cocktail? Uh, Bellini. In 2012, Nicki Minaj was a judge for what famous competition TV show? American Idol. What does a noodler catch with their bare hands? Catfish. All right. Answers are in. Let's go to the scoreboard and see how you did with Jose. It's been a long time since I smelled beautiful. Oh. Bolaños. Okay. <laughs> Sarah! 
You tried your best. You got zero oh, today. Oh, Sarah, ouch. A for effort. And Brooke, you got three. Okay. All right, let's go over the answers for everybody here. On this day in 1953, Dr. Jonas Salk announced he'd successfully created a polio vaccine. Nice. The European country that invented the sport bobsledding, that would be Switzerland. Ah. The McDonald's McMuffin first came out in the 1970s. 1972. If you have oh. one from that era, it still hasn't it, molded. It's still good. It's it awesome. is. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> Peach schnapps and orange juice make up a fuzzy navel. Mm. Oh. In 2012, Nicki Minaj was a judge for American Idol, and a noodler catches fish, catfish specifically, yeah, with job, their bro. bare hands. Yeah, come from a long line of Okies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Sarah, I'm sorry, no cash today, but thank you so much for playing with us, Sarah. Yeah, thank you. It was, yeah. it was fun. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll be back to play Winbrook's Bucks same time on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.